joining us for a word of the day. This morning as we're continuing through the Bible, we're going to look at Ezekiel chapter number 39. Now, if you remember from last week, the book of Ezekiel is a very, it's a very interesting book. Uh, Ezekiel was a prophet after the first Babylonian captivity. He had been taken captive uh, by the Babylonian Empire during the first invasion. Uh, on his 30th birthday, he is sitting on a river, uh, kind of depressed because he should have been installed as a Levitical priest then, but he's in captivity. And God gives him these visions about what he's going to do uh, to the nation of Israel and to the surrounding nations because of their idolatry and because of their wickedness. And so Ezekiel spends a year uh, kind of acting out these these visions in a very odd way. He's got to cut his hair off and then cut it up. He's got to eat uh, food cooked over dung for a year. Very odd, very strange. Uh, and then God gives him another vision about the judgment he's sending to Israel and why, uh, because of what is happening in Israel at that time. And then in chapter 33, uh, Ezekiel gets word that Israel has completely fallen. Jerusalem has fallen. The temple has been destroyed. All of the uh, inhabitants of Jerusalem have been led captive into Babylon. And it's just, it's a dark time in the nation of Israel. Uh, they're, they're no longer a sovereign nation. They don't have a, a capital city. They don't have a place of worship. And it's just very, very difficult. And then God begins to use Ezekiel to continue to prophesy. But instead of talking about the judgment and the, the things that are going to happen because of their idolatry, he gives these messages of hope about how God will restore Israel, will restore the surrounding nations, and will one day restore the world to the way it should have been uh, before the fall. And look what he says at the end of chapter number 39. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, now I will restore the fortunes of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel and will be jealous of my holy name. They shall forget their shame and all their trespasses by which they have trespassed against me when they lived safely in their land and no one made them afraid. When I have brought them back from the peoples and gathered them out of the lands of their enemies, then I shall be sanctified in them in the sight of many nations. Then they shall know that I am the Lord their God who calls them to be led into captivity among the nations and be gathered uh, and gathered, then gathered them again to their own land and have left none of them anymore. Nor will I hide my face from them anymore, for I will have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, says the Lord God. This uh, now is a long little passage, but it's, a, it's an incredible passage of hope. And what God is telling Israel through Ezekiel, what God is telling us through the Holy Spirit, is that everything that happens in our life, everything that happens in our world, has a purpose. God has a plan for the pain. God has a plan for the destruction we see in our world. And you can just look around our world and, and see uh, the wickedness and see the evil, and you can get very discouraged and very uh, depressed and think, you know, what was the point of anything? Uh, everything's so miserable, uh, not just in the world, but maybe in your personal life. Maybe you're struggling with health issues. Maybe you have relationship conflict. Maybe you have a job or financial struggles. It is, it's easy to look at your life and say, God is, is allowing this to happen. God is punishing me for some reason. And God has forsaken me and forgotten me. And what's the point of anything? And what God is reminding Israel, what God is reminding us is Israel's facing, they are being punished and suffering because of judgment. They turn their back on God. 
They rejected God. They ran to false idols, and God sent judgment. But God is telling them, it's not for destruction. I'm not completely abandoning you. I allow this to happen to be able to restore you to a relationship with me again. And that's the same thing in our life. Now, as children of God in the New Testament, we don't suffer the wrath of God or judgment from God. Our The wrath for our sin was paid for on Calvary. Jesus absorbed our wrath. Jesus absorbed the judgment of God for our sin. But as his children, we still deal with discipline. Uh, and maybe, you know, a lot of times when we're suffering, it's not even discipline. It's just suffering because we're in a fallen world. Because there's sin in the world and there's wickedness all around us and we suffer because of that. Think of Job. He didn't suffer because of sin. He didn't suffer because of of his wrongdoing. And God wasn't judging him. It was just the circumstances that he was dead, the hand that he was dealt, just life uh, made him suffer. And so we, we look at these things and it can cause us to get depressed, but we have to remember everything that happens to us happens through the hands of a loving, sovereign God. God is in control of everything in God, in our hurt, in our pain, in our discomfort, in our discouragement, in our victories, in our, the times we can rejoice. God is working all things together to restore the world back to Him. That gives us hope that we don't suffer needlessly. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to be back here tomorrow as we continue through Scripture. Have a blessed day.